Hello, my beautiful souls. My name is Sasha. I'm an astrologer mentor and founder of Shine From Within Project. The mission of this project is to elevate awareness and help people live inspiring lives full of love and happiness. Today, I have a very special guest, Kenny. Oh, Hi, Kenny. Nice Hello. to see you. Thank you for coming to this podcast. And before we start, as much as I would like to introduce you, I actually would like you to introduce yourself because definitely you have more to say than I know. <laughs> well, that's actually the harder part for me because often I feel like I don't introduce myself well because it's, it's better hearing from other people like uh, what they think of me. I can tell you professionally what I what I do. Um, I my name is Kenny <laughs> Kenny Yu. Um, I'm a creative uh, photographer and uh, cinematographer, and I love doing everything uh, design or art related. And um, I guess I'm a part time influencer too. <laughs> okay, that was very short, uh, but yeah. also very clear. Thank you. Yes, and obviously I can see that in you. I mean, like we know each other for, I don't know how long, like 15 think, years probably, I right? That's around the, the time I'm thinking about too. It's around 15 years. <laughs> so yeah, like on and off, but yeah, always somewhere around, which is amazing. So this is an astrology podcast. It means I'm looking into your chart, like I'm looking into your chart and like, yeah, finally I have an idea of what is within you and right. being born in the beginning of August. Um, well, you do have rising Leo, but okay. like the huge amount of planets and predominance is actually in cancer. You're like cancer, cancer. <laughs> Ah, interesting. Uh, yes, like it, it makes you like a very sensitive person, like a very caring, sensitive. Yes, because like Leo, it has this like fiery energy. And as I said, like you do have it as a rising sign and it does show in you, but like cancer shows twice bigger, twice stronger. Mm -hmm. So it's like predominance of water with a touch of fire. So it's kind of like hot water <clears throat> not boiling water. but like some hot water ah that's very interesting <laughs> yeah yeah it's like it's a really beautiful and interesting combination in a way and um talking about beauty and design and like yeah you do have venus the planet of beauty in your first house which is like pretty much like on the same um degree as like your rising log oh, I, I didn't think I will explain it but yeah so like so the degree is like very close to the important degree of like your rising sign it means it's mm. like it has very very strong affection on your personality so no surprise like whatever you do in life is related to art and beauty I was like yeah, okay well obvious like what else would he do <laughs> <laughs> well good because I feel connected to like art and design and stuff like that so I always take time take the time to see the beauty and things no matter how dark the place might be you know 
So yeah, yeah. part of me. <laughs> yeah, but as I said, like it's like it couldn't be anything else. <laughs> it's like so obvious. You don't even need to think much looking at your chart. But it's not all. It's just like one tiny piece of the puzzle, and we have a couple more to explore. But before we go into like more personal details, let's sure. delve a little bit into your expertise, and um. I would like you to tell us a little bit about photography or cinematography, about this sphere. What do you think? What kind of qualities, besides having Venus in your first house, <laughs> what kind of qualities do you need to have to become photographer or cinematographer, someone who is related to this field? Well, I think um, nowadays it's it's easier to let's say be a photographer or videographer um nowadays since everybody has has that technology on on hand basically so it's a lot easier uh the difference is trying to put yourself outside the box and think differently to view things that is more maybe uh for me it'll be cinematic point of view um so that's that's the kind of things that i i would do myself is not just Take a snapshot because anybody can do that. You have to pay attention to all aspects of it. You know, just like drawing, you have to know uh, where your vanishing point is, where the lighting, shadow, contrast, color, put everything together and, you know, the the right composition and angle. I mean, it's it's all around. You have to look at all aspects to to be that, you know, kind of creative and think out of the box, you know, so that's that's what i think <laughs> okay so the quality is to think out of the box correct yeah i would agree yes yes because like everyone can take a picture not everyone can take a picture which will make you stare at it yes <laughs> yes exactly it's 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 like art you know it's easier it's it's you can appreciate more when you put the effort and time into it you know uh even from your drawing board, you know, just uh, trying to figure out what picture you're you're gonna take instead of just taking snapshots and then picking your best ones. You know, that's something that's easier to do, but to generate the creativity inside you and your idea and try to put that on paper. Or sometimes maybe something related to your dream or a movie you watched and you get that kind of inspiration and you wanna display it, you know, have others see it, you know, what you're seeing. So that's kind of what I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These are valuable advices, honestly, as an ex-photographer, <laughs> I would say, yes, it, it works 100%. Um, another question is like how the person could understand that photography is the path, like how this happened to you? So you were like, okay, you were doing something and maybe you were like going through some challenges, like especially in the beginning, we all do, it like happens. And then like how you understand that like this is your path. Because so many Funny. photographers, right? So like yes. so many opportunities, yes. so many photographers and like you start doing and uh, they are competitors at the same way, right? If you want to continue doing so, you need to turn it into business and you need to earn and like, yeah. So how to understand that this is your path and you actually could. I think uh, uh, 
not even just talking about photography, but we can use photography as in, in general. You know, when you can find something you love, you're passionate about, you feel it, you know, um, just keep working on your craft and not worry about money. That's, I think that's the most important things to kind of build yourself up, to almost practice and try to master your craft. And that alone, you know, your drive, your passion should, should actually make your money. You know, as long as you don't give up, you don't, you don't stop, you'll get there. You know, that's, I think that's true for every single um, opportunity, any job. Have you ever had moments when you lost passion? Absolutely. Did you do that? <laughs> there's, there's, there's challenges because I, I started uh, photography when it was just like 35 millimeter, you know, cameras, you know, in film. Um, did some uh, model shoots that was uh, quite easy and creative. And I started to try and make more money. That's where I was pushing myself to make money instead of just enjoying what you do. And I did some weddings. And during that time, um, you know, you cannot see, there's no viewfinders, you know, where, where you can see your snapshot of what you took. You basically have to rely on all your expertise and your lighting is right, your, your camera is always focused. But when you're going pushing and speed, uh, especially in that kind of event uh, photography, it's a little bit difficult. So um, I did not produce well that that one shoot and that kind of stopped me for quite a while. I took a break. <laughs> I took a break because of that. But later on, um, as digital uh, photography came in while I'm uh, uh, finishing my uh, fine arts degree, um, that came out and there was an opportunity and I picked it back up and I was like, wow, <laughs> you take the shot, you can see if everything's in focus and uh, um, how you like your angles and everything like that. And, and it's like, it's a whole new world for me, you know? <laughs> so um, it, it was easy for me to pick up, you know, that same thing, you know? So I think that's, that's my turning point. Yeah, true. The change of technology, it was also like a game changer because it gave lots of opportunities and require less skills and less focus in the moment. So in the moment, you can actually focus on the angle and on the idea itself rather than on technologies. And nowadays you're just like, Tip! and it focuses automatically. <laughs> so it requires even less skills. <laughs> like, yeah, 20 years ago, it was a profession requiring like lots of skills at the same time. Now yeah. you can like really be creative and focus on that mainly. Yes, yes. Now you can almost just focus on your creativity. You know, your camera can focus for you, you know, yeah. you know at least uh, skip a step or two, you know, so it's much easier. <laughs> so yeah, like with regaining passion. So in your case, it was technology, but like, what do you think? What could what else could it be? Because like if the person nowadays with all the technologies loses passion, so how to regain it? How to regain your passion? Um, I believe, um, I believe that if it is a passion, you will always miss it, and you'll try to seek any um, anything that's either related or you end up going back to your original passion. 
Um, because you, when you are passionate about something, you, you won't feel complete, you know? Um, so, so what you're, you're, you're having a job that pays well, you're working every day, but then you're waiting for, um, every weekend where you, where you can actually rest, you know? And, and that's something that you can tell that something's wrong. You know, <laughs> if you don't love what you do, then you have to figure that out and and try to find that path again i think that's that's very important yeah true i would agree that like actually if you lost passion maybe this is the moment for self-reflection and mm -hmm. if you will continue feeling that you are missing out something then maybe it's time to search for different tools or like the ways how you can do it differently to feel this bunch of inspiration again but if nothing is missed, then maybe it's time to find a new passion. So maybe it's like a new path waiting for you at the moment. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so Absolutely. true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and always like, I think it's important, not, not only that you find out about your passion and you are, are pursuing it, you always have to always uh, be continual with your education because if you don't catch up with, uh, especially nowadays with technology and new software and maybe now AI. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. so continue education, continue um, uh, whatever the trend is maybe, just to realize it, to understand it and continue learning and building yourself up so you can always stay on top of things. You know, um, I think it's important to keep learning um, not only learn from your peers, um, but also learn from even younger people and some older people. You, you have to be flexible because they can teach you some stuff that you don't even know about or <laughs> you get left behind if, if you just um, develop the craft and then just stay there and not continue on learning. You know, people will kind of easily step on top of you, you know. So that's that's my opinion anyways. <laughs> yes, I 100% agree. And you kind of started answering my next question oh, because it is like um, five advices you would give like younger self and at the same time like other photographers, but something what you wish you knew earlier or like you did earlier as a photographer so like five advices and first one is always continue learning i say it's a brilliant advice so yes. would you find four more <laughs> okay um four more advices uh, that i would tell myself uh would be uh let me think real quick <laughs> um to never stop um what what i find found out later on, you know, I guess as older you get, you know, you, you gain more wisdom. Um, and I think it's not giving up, you know, it's, it's easy to give up. It's easy to just stop, but that's where, uh, that, that alone will kill your dreams, you know, giving up always ends it all. And that's because of yourself, not because of anybody else, you know, but if you continue working on whatever your goals are and step by step even if it's baby step at a time little movements will get you there ultimately that's an advice i would tell myself as a second one maybe <laughs> brilliant brilliant <laughs> um i'll find something else for the third one um 
let's say your your surroundings is important. People um, that is negative is going to bring you down. It's going to slow your efforts. It's going to um, also change your point of view as well. So avoid those type of distractions. Just know who your friends are. You get to decide who they are, who, who surrounds you. And I think that's very important. You know, keep positive people next to you, you know, and then continue growing. Yeah, and I would even add, like, um, it's not only about people if we're talking in terms of photography, right? So it's also the kind of art you are, like, watching or, like, I don't know, because as an artist, you anyway go to some exhibitions, you watch movies and stuff. So, like, um, Mm -hmm. it also affects you, like, if you watch negative stuff or if you watch beautiful and positive stuff. So this environment environment it's like about everything what is around you so if you start watching some depressive stuff you will find yourself being depressive and you are being depressive and so because it's like very connected well you and I are like yeah it's it's exactly what I was going to say too um anything that you watch even even what's on your phone you know even the negativities that you are reading these comments you know, you can definitely avoid all that. You know, yes, it's going to be there. You cannot stop that, really. It's going to come, especially um, if you p- produce work that is out there. You're going to get um, bad feedback as well as good. You know, you have to take one and take the other and try to work it out. You know, just don't let it, you know, influence you in the wrong way. So negativity is 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 really hard because it's strong. It's everywhere. And it's 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 definitely harder to kind of avoid. Um, it takes it takes more effort to to stay positive and to be positive. Um, so um, that's why you know that's something that everybody has to work on because you know you can't avoid it. It's everywhere around you. Um, it's just how you handle it. You know, it's it's important. Let's skip this like advice part. And okay. let's continue with this, um, how actually to deal with negativity, like, yeah, this is a beautiful thing you brought here, like haters, because when you become an artist, and when you put yourself out, and you show like, okay, guys, this is what I do, there always would be people who would come and say, oh, this is a piece of shit, like, I, I don't want to, <laughs> like, there's like, I don't know, you have zero talent and stuff. So people write like very weird things. And for the young photographers, like for the beginners or people who are just like starting their path, it could be a very critical thing. So they could give up. Mm -hmm. What to do? What to do? Well, I think ego is is, uh, a factor in in that type of situation. I can give you an ex, uh, example of, of what happened to me during uh, my university. Um, I, I was in a painting class, maybe it was like painting two or three, and a young professor came in. He just graduated, got his master's and came in. Um, I've always gotten A's in all my painting um, classes and any art, pretty much, you know, I, I, I get an A. Um, and he came in, um, and instantly gave me, I think it was like a C. And I was so surprised. I was like, how? How is that even possible? Um, and then uh, there's a, a, um, a classmate 
her level uh, is quite lower. You know, things are kind of abstract, although she wants to make it look, you know, more realistic. And I was comparing myself to her and I questioned myself like, well, you know, what, what is the problem? What is the issue? So I went and talked to the professor and to make things short, he says that, well, I can see her growth from the beginning of class and now we're in the middle of class and there's progression. So she's growing. And then for me, I am producing great work, but it has not gotten better. You know, oh. like there's no difference, there's no change. So therefore I'm like, wow, that just opened my eyes and my mind. And I was it like, is wow. yeah, you're right. And I was like, huh, now, now I can think things differently. He's actually a great teacher. He's pushing me to to go outside my boundaries of of my level I'm, i i cannot just be on top you know there's still more room to grow you know mm -hmm. and that's 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 what i've learned i think that's my experience well wow, <laughs> this is know, a beautiful story i still have goosebumps from it it's like oh, thank you. <laughs> it's definitely yeah it's a skill of teaching and like really guiding person yes yes and thank yes. you very much for bringing in. But <laughs> I still want to go to haters. Yes. Let's go to these oh, sure. days and like reality, social media, you post what you do and people come and they start talking negative about what you do. And sometimes even about you, you know, like people don't separate. They start talking shit about people, not even what they do. So this is our reality. It happens every day. So yeah. how to handle this? How to handle that? Um, it's basically, I, I personally uh, try to ignore or try to understand the person if it's not too um, bad of, of, of a language, maybe. And um, just just uh, either just apologize that that's that's the way they think about things, and either I asked uh, some more information on why they think that way, and try to kind of understand what they're saying, and then maybe try to resolve it. Maybe just just to listen, because sometimes negative feedback is also good feedback, you know, to me. So, but the 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 best thing to do is just not blow up and. Um, have a negative with another negative you mean that doesn't fix anything it never does so and worse come to worse if they just continually be negative you have the choice you have the tool you can block them or ignore them and leave it as that you know so that's how i would deal with it <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's so true like yeah like people come and they talk and obviously they are allowed to talk it's your choice mm -hmm. do you want to engage or not and if it's too annoying yes blocking is always an option but at the same yeah. time mm -hmm. at the same time i would like to add that like if we're talking about like growing in social media or whatever then well first of all any kind of attention is attention yes so you yes. could see at it as like a growth instrument, growth tool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But also like, yeah, yes. like there is another phrase which I really like. You're not 100 bucks that everyone likes you. So Yeah, yeah that's true. It's, 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 it's ultimately it's going to happen, you know, yeah. especially social media. It's going to happen. And it's actually it's, 
it's also a sign that you are growing because like when you start growing comes hater come haters so if you don't have haters then probably you are doing like in your art class (laughs) so you are you are having c (laughs) you need to think about something you actually need haters this is Mm, like a sign that you are growing yeah yeah that's a great point that's a great point and that's very true (laughs) okay so yeah that was very cool conversation about like artistic field and like how to handle it nowadays and like using like some experience and wisdom and I would like to slowly move to some personal things and what um actually amazed me in your chart so as I said like all those like the Cancer shows like really well. It does because you do have four planets in there and all that is located in 12th house. And 12th house is actually a very specific house. (laughs) It's, well, one of the meanings is enlightenment. And it's actually Hmm. one of the meaning is spirituality. So it's a very strong spiritual house. Not only it has many meanings, but still it has like very strong presence and you have your sun there, you have your moon there. So like spirituality is supposed to be like a huge part of your life. And like when you said that you were born in a monastery, I was like, okay well this is very interesting and then like your nickname was always net monk it was net monk kenny now it's net monk so i and i was like well this also make makes a lot of sense so (laughs) uh, we are gonna touch a topic of spirituality and many people have zero idea they've heard a lot of times this word but they have zero idea what is spirituality so could you please tell us what is spirituality for you okay uh spirituality for me it um uh i guess it's a little bit harder to explain um for me (laughs) Um, I think it's something that everybody have, and uh, maybe it's an entity, it's a, 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 a energy that surrounds us as well. Um, and I'm not sure, like it's 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 part of daily life, and and it's it's around surrounds us. I think. Um, spirituality is something that is within us so it's like not many people um can be in touch with it when when they're not um opening themselves to this aspect of things so i think that's all i can say about it right now i'm pretty sure that you can do better so um maybe let's go through examples um let's say like can you give an example of person who would say okay so this person is spiritual and this person is not because with examples it's easier to understand i think um yeah some sometimes it's definitely easier to see or 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 have that feeling towards towards a person that that has that spiritual energy or feeling um so uh it might 
be something that it's a character as as well that's built into the person that you can actually um, tell or maybe they're emanating that type of energy towards you. So, yeah. <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> um, it doesn't give clarity, um, but well, the goal is to ask questions like yeah. what is your opinion how you see it and this is your definition for now which mm -hmm. is perfect because this is you okay thanks <laughs> yeah there is no right or wrong this is this is you we're talking about you and your view of this life right so, yeah so then 12th house is also the house of losses and since you have so many things there, um, it's like you're supposed to had to go through losses in your life. Actually, you have very interesting chart in a way that you have like very good position of benefit planets and they give an amazing protection and luck to you. But at the mm -hmm. same time, this 12th house it actually gives you these like obstacles and like obstacles, not in a way that it's hard life, but still it's like kind of life pushes you, like keeps you like up and down, up and down. And among those things, there were supposed to be losses. Were there? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think it's important to have, have um, that type of difficulties in, in your life and that it makes you grow. Um, I think that's the uh, the best part about your your whole journey is is experience, experiencing all the difficulties and and um, trying to get through each one and knowing that you can. So um, yeah, yeah, it happens. <laughs> it happens. And I would like to delve a little bit deeper into the topic of losses. You don't have to tell what losses you have experienced, but people. Every day, people, they go through some losses in their lives. Mm -hmm. And since, as I said, like, it looks like you're supposed to be a sort of expert because like so much of energy is concentrated in that house. Um, so what would you say how to actually overcome a loss? And like, I do know a simple example. Um, it's like half a year ago, you lost your cat. And your cat was with you for many years. This is a simple example, but it it is loss. It's a huge loss because it's a creature you loved with all your heart. So how to go through losses? Like it happened. So for example, the person who is listening now just experienced a loss. So what to do? What would you, what would you advise? Like what would you, I don't know, say like how to deal with it? Okay. Um, well, this year I actually lost lost a dog that has been. Oh, with it was me dog. For, yeah, that has been with me for uh, sixteen years. So it's 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 been a long life, and it's been um, definitely part of me, part of my family. You know, so it's it's definitely a big loss, and it's I feel empty when somebody it's it's like family to you, your child basically. Um, to deal with it is to understand um, that she is no longer in pain. Um, she lived, I gave her a great life. She lives a wonderful life. I spoil her up till her last day. 
And um, as far as part of grieving, it's it's okay to be emotional. It's okay um, to to cry and to talk about it and and to go through those type of feelings. Um, that's part of life. And um, but you can always continue on um, because life continues with or without you know my my dog or that person whoever you're losing um life is not over you know for you and you must continue to move on so going through the emotions is 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 definitely important to 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 grief you know and and get through whatever um problems you're you're having yeah, this is so true and so beautiful. Um, I really love that you like underlined that like grieving is a part of a process. It's like when there is a loss, then there is always grieving. And many people, instead of actually going into grieving, they try to like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. So they try to skip it. And like yeah. until you actually grieve and go emotional, you can't move on. Because it, it can be something small, like, uh, I don't know, it, it doesn't need to be related to a live creature, but we have losses all the time. And like, even with small loss, there is still like a tiny part of grieving there. So many people, mm -hmm. they like, they don't really pay attention to it and it stays there. So mm -hmm. I agree, like you really need to go into your emotions and only yes. after you can move on. Right. Yeah, right. like losses and grieving, they always come together. That's like, yeah, true. Yeah. Like the truth of life. It is. <laughs> it is, definitely. Okay, now an interesting question. And um, I don't know how how this played in your life, but 12th house is also the house which gives tendencies to addictions. Have okay. you ever deal with something like this i actually was um always been strong in not being addicted to something you know because i i think i realize um um yes of course like anything can be addictive as is is portion control is what what fixes things and um and the knowledge is 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 important too to understand what you're doing to yourself what I'm doing to myself, you know, I might um, be, let's say I'm, I drank too much, you know, and understand what, what effects it does to your liver in the long term, and how it can affect other people, let's say if you're driving, and oh, it's not going to hurt me, I'm just going to have one, it's going to be under the limit anyways, you know, that kind of um, understanding is that you you can save lives as well, you know, you can uh, save your own life as well when you understand how much you can consume um, even if it's a good addiction it could turn out to be a bad addiction when it's like uh too much let's you know? go into let's example say, example of let's say uh chocolate you know mm -hmm. everybody loves chocolate most people anyways <laughs> if you keep eating it you know it can have an adverse effect you know to you as well you know maybe you can gain weight maybe um too much sugar leads to diabetes or stuff like that you know so it's about portion control and it's about understanding that alone 
So um, as far as my addiction goes, yeah, sure. Um, it there it there's a few things <laughs> that I can think of, but nothing that uh, I could not stop by myself. I feel like I have that control for some reason. <laughs> uh, was it always there? Or you developed it through life? I develop it through life. It, it depends on the situation, maybe. Maybe it's a stress-related uh, situation um, um, or just the environment, like the place I work at. Let's say there's there's many people that smokes. Um, back then when it was illegal, I worked at uh, um, nightclubs um, before. You probably didn't know that <laughs> for six I years. I, yeah, for six years I did. Um, and, uh, it was legal then to, to smoke in there and you're getting secondhand smoke. Why not just pick up, you know, something? <laughs> well, that, that, that was a long time ago. And yes, I, I stopped easily, you know, because it's just something that I, I dislike, you know, the smell. Um, I used to have long hair back then too. It just all over you. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, hair picks the smell like really, yeah. really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. And since it's easy for you, uh, was easy for you, so maybe you can give some ideas or insights. Uh, probably first of all on actually understanding that you have an addiction, because like um, what happens to people that they get into addiction because they are not aware that they are actually having an addiction and it gets worse and worse so what do you think like how you can actually realize that you have an addiction well i think uh the main thing is like any any form let's just talk about like the negativity of addiction the common stuff like maybe whether it be drugs alcohol smoking those are probably the the three um, bad ones that 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 is common that is around us. Overeating. Um, or yes, it's yes, also yes. very damaging. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. All all those things um, is to understand that that uh, the bad side of things. Uh, it's easier to it's harder to say um, talk about food. Food is more more so of, of control if you're overeating and of your overall health. Um, but if, if we're talking about, let's say, picking up uh, a drink, you know, um, understanding that there's a lot of negativity, you know, at, at the outcome to 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 maybe just to just to admit that you have an addiction of whatever it might be. Just admitting it to know it once you have that clarity then you can actually fix it i believe i think that's the biggest step right there is to to admit to yourself that you have whatever addiction that you have but to admit something you kind of need to uh, realize it yes yeah, so you need to notice it and mm -hmm. what would be the signs like for a person to notice that like hey look maybe so to admit something, you need to question yourself. So how to notice? How to notice? If you um, if you think that you are not addicted, 
how about test that to yourself by by not doing whatever it is you're doing let's say if it's if it's a cigarette put that pack down say today i'm not smoking at all and see if you can stop yourself <laughs> if you end up picking up no matter what or maybe it's just like your 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 body's telling you you're shaking because you need that uh, nicotine uh, then you'll know that you, that's part of addiction you know and to to understand it and own it and and then fix it yeah this is a great advice um and these um, this will work with like strong addictions but let's mm. talk about something what is um a little bit um more subtle as like overeating or for example like watching series it seems like it's a harmless thing but when it's an addiction then actually you spend a lot of your life just like mm -hmm. watching series, for example. So mm -hmm. like something more subtle, how to figure out there. Oh, well, uh, I'd say that's that's a little bit tough. Um, let me think. How would how would you even know that you're addicted? Yes, <laughs> this is the question. You know, because you're 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 spending uh, so much time uh let's say pretty much to yourself watching these series because you're you you love that show and you keep on going and watching watching um i'd say if it's affecting you personally is is where it, it becomes a problem um because let's say you forgot to eat maybe while you're watching these shows or 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 even worse like um uh you're so loving the show and keep watching it and then you forget to sleep and then so you have to go to work the next day and you're so tired um but it's it's a pattern you know if you're doing that every single time every single day something's not going to be balanced in your life um therefore you know maybe it's a problem hmm. so yeah quality of life right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so when you see how what is like in the moment, like in the moment you are happy, but overall your life is going down. Or it's like while you were talking, another idea pop up is like computer games, for example. Sure, yes. Also, yes. like it's actually, I mean, like it's harmless, right? Like what 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 is it? Like it doesn't it doesn't do anything bad to like anyone. Like you can't harm anyone. You're just sitting with your computer, right? That's true. But at the same time your life is like going down like just in a way because it is not happening you are not in your life you are in a computer game that's right that's right and uh technology um it's all around us and we can be addicted to just about anything you know um uh, some people it's hard to you know put their phone down you know uh for even just a few hours you know i ch i choose to do it like uh whenever I'm back at a certain time and just leave my my phone somewhere. <laughs> you know, even even sometimes my family would ask, "Did you get my message?" Like I would pick up the phone if they call me, but I I don't look at their messages <laughs> and they're wondering if I'm ignoring them. But no, no, I need time for myself. You know, I need to be away from uh, technology because um, I'm watching the screen all the time, watching you know, looking at my phone and that, that can't be great for you, you know, altogether every single time, you know, which everybody does nowadays is, is, it's common, you know, you stare at a, a screen all the time. Yes. Yes. This is true. So this is also 
an addiction. That's a good yeah. exercise. Like, can you put your phone? It's pretty much like with cigarettes, actually, maybe even worse. Can you put mm -hmm. down your phone and spend a day without it? Yeah, yeah. Big question. Most people, that's very, very difficult. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That That's a cool perspective. And yeah, I would like to bring a little bit of like my opinion there as well. And I mean, like, I agree 100% that like, yeah, you need to look at the quality of your life. So if quality of your life is not good enough, if something is missing, if you don't feel happy, even if in the moment you do, so then probably there is something what takes out the energy but doesn't give it back for you to be happy. Mm. Because like, for example, I don't know, like interaction with a pet. Yeah, it takes it takes energy. Yeah, like you have a dog and you have to play with dog. You have to walk out the dog. Yeah, so it takes your energy, but the emotions the dog gives you back. So it's an exchange. That's right. Yeah. But when it's a computer game, you kind of like in the moment you feel happy, but after you actually feel very empty. So like there is no exchange. And like with alcohol, like in the moment you kind of feel good, but after all, next morning you feel horrible. That's right. But this That's doesn't right. happen with, with a dog, for example. Yeah, because it's like you are exchanging and it always gives you like a certain level of pleasure that's right so that's like true. yeah like if you don't see like actually if you have moments when you feel empty and you feel like low on energy probably there is something what takes your energy it not necessarily need needs to be an addiction but chances are big that you developed a pattern of doing something what that's takes right. your energy yeah that's right that's very true <laughs> And speaking of happiness, so could you give an idea, an opinion about happiness? Because many people are seeking for this happiness also through addictions, right? So they're like, why they keep this pattern? Because they're seeking for happiness, but this is an illusional happiness. So what would you say? What do you think? What is happiness and how to actually gain it? Okay. Um, well, you're right about the um, addiction. It's 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 temporary. You know, um, it's very temporary happiness. Even if you're enjoying it with your friend, going to a bar, um, but you end up paying for it. <laughs> Sometimes it's just a mask. You know, just to mask your 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 real feelings, um, to suppress your feelings. Um, those those are important things that you need to to do to get to happiness. Is to um, let yourself feel um and happiness is something that is actually around us and it's available um but it comes with inside of you yourself you know everybody has that ability every day you wake up you can choose you know that today is a good day i'm going to be happy today you know, nothing's going to bring me down, you know, starting out in the morning, just having that attitude can really change your whole entire day, you know, and, and to understand that, you know, maybe you, you don't have a good day today, you know, 
um, just remember that tomorrow, there's always tomorrow, right? So it's, it's, you can start all over. Well, we never know if there is always a tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, yes. But typically, <laughs> if in a normal life, yes, let's, let's just say that, you know, there's a tomorrow. You know, if you had a really bad day, there's always the next day that you can change things. So that's my thought. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I 100% agree that happiness is a choice. Exactly. Nobody will come and deliver happiness to you. Right. And yes, it is a choice. And it is at some point, it's actually hard work to continue choosing mm -hmm. positive attitude and like seeing things in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just remember, um, uh, about the uh, power of attraction, you know, you can definitely attract a lot of negative energies. And um, um, so, but if you're, you're trying to attract good energy, you gotta, uh, uh, you know, wake up with that kind of mindset to, you know, think good thoughts. And I think that'll be helpful. Yeah, true, true. And also, I want to delve a little bit deeper in the topic of emotions, because we've been touching it a couple of times during our conversation. And obviously, cancer, it's um, a very emotional sign. So you're supposed to have some insights through your life about emotions, because many people, they do what? They, first of all, avoid emotions. And as well, um, they feel that like if they will show emotions, then people will think bad about them, like somehow that they are weak or whatever. And I think it's very important for men. It, it was this um, tendency or like, I don't know, like the idea that men, they shouldn't cry. They need to be strong. But at the same time, men are also human. <laughs> so, right like how to how to deal with emotions and especially from a perspective that you are a man and i'm pretty sure like when you were growing up this idea of like like boys don't cry probably was there that's true <laughs> that's very true um how how do i deal with uh situations where i have to be emotional like sometimes you cannot stop that you know you shouldn't because suppressing certain emotions will have an adverse effect. It'll hit you sometime, um, sometimes worse than, than other times. So it's, it's, it's better to do such a thing. And I think it's good to have somebody close to you that you can talk to, whether it be your family, let's say my sister or, or a, a best friend, um, where it's okay to share that type of emotion, you know, because you need to express it. Um, and uh, just go through it. It's it's very necessary and, and important part of like human nature and life uh, to do that. To suppress something is, it's it's gonna be bad. <laughs> and most men, you're right, like they they don't show it. They don't show it. Um, but but it's 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 definitely important. Cry when you need to, but find the right person maybe that is comfortable. That you can talk and express your emotions too is important as well and how to find such person like for example you don't have like um 
such kind of relationship in your family and your family is actually like are these people who are telling you that like you're a man you're supposed to be strong like so you don't have these people around you but you have emotions what to do um i guess like uh family if that doesn't work out it would be like a close friend um but let's say that's not an option as well um, some people can uh, use comfort with their their pets. That's another another way. And uh, uh, I guess the only other way would be finding some help, a therapist, perhaps somebody that will will listen to you and uh, will not judge you. And um, but either way, it's it's important to uh, do it. You know, express your emotions um, any way you can because it's it's part of life. And again, like, yeah, so we're talking about the situation when you are actually well aware that like, okay, I need some help. So then like, yeah, when you realize that you need some help, you already start looking for it, like for options. Mm -hmm. But as I said, like, what if you are living with a pattern that like boys don't cry or like men don't cry? So how to break out of this pattern? Uh, how to break out of that pattern? Um, I don't know. Like, how how did I break out of it? <laughs> because like I've gone through it through my years, my younger years, and and stuff. Of course, like yeah, my friends would say it. You know, um, maybe uh, a lot of the adults would say it too. Like you see it on TV. Men's don't cry. You don't do anything like that. But. I think owning up to it, it's it's important to say you have to express those emotions. You have to do it um, because it's a part of uh, progress of growth as well. You know, you have to go through those type of uh, feelings um, to get past certain situations. Um, because, like, I I advise uh, my my friends, my the people. You know, there's 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 men that I've worked with before that. Um, had been going through something bad, I said, you know, don't be ashamed. You know, this is part of um, uh, your growth. You know, you, you have to go through this pain. You know, all I can lend is my ears and my shoulder, you know. Um, so that's how I, I would pursue it when when I, I know people need to hear it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel that we need more examples in our world when people can see that being true you is okay. Right. There are right. so many limitations that like you have to be, you have to be, you have to be. All you have to be yourself. You have to be yourself and you have to be compassionate with, with everybody that, that is around you. You know, we need more more compassionate people for sure. Yeah. yeah, true. Can you can you tell more about compassion? Because many people also like they have very vague idea of what is compassion. Uh to be a compassionate person is to to understand a person's uh feelings and what they're going through and to kind of um feel what they're feeling. Um that way you can in return, try to become be a comfort to them and to help them. Um, that's to me. That's that's my definition of uh, 
to be compassionate is to, to know their feelings, to understand their feelings. But what if I haven't experienced anything similar? Like, can I still be compassionate? Uh, if you haven't experienced anything similar. Um, For example, I've never went through a big loss and the person is just going through it and I can't understand because I never had such feeling. Okay. Um, well, that, that person has, has to learn. I think like nobody taught me how to be compassionate. I, I, I think it's, it's part of uh, growth and experience. Um, sometimes it's, it's definitely hard to explain to somebody when, when they haven't lost anybody, you know, they had, they, maybe they're, they, they live in a, a wealthy, um, worry-free life and they haven't gone through that. So it's, it's like everything is handed to them in a silver platter, you know? Um, so they, they have to experience it on their own to be able to understand it more than, than let's say reading it on, on the, on a book or in computer, um, you, you have to go through it with, with that. You have to be almost open to it. Let's say you're watching a movie. Um, you got to feel what that character is feeling, you know, maybe through their eyes, their loss, their story. And that's how you can uh, understand what compassion means. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about compassion to yourself? Compassion to yourself? Um Yes, I think that's definitely important. Um, it's not by uh, not sometimes mistaken for like being egotistic or selfish. Hmm, that's um, a good point. There is, yeah, there's um, um, you you can love yourself, for example, um, uh, in order to help and love others. You know, you you have to put yourself forward. You know, do stuff that um, that that will make you feel better. So, because like, if you're in a good headspace, um, you're able to think straight and, and being able to help others, you know, be compassionate through that as well. Because once you're in a good space, then you have the opportunity to actually help people. That's my and I, <laughs> I, I really like that you touched the topic of uh, self-love. Mm-hmm. So what would be the difference between self-love and being egoistic? Uh, I, I think being egotistic is, is, is not, um, let's say uh, you're doing things to make yourself look better and don't care about what others think. You know, so there's no... Uh, compassion and that for sure you know you just want to be on top and everybody else is beneath you that's that's how you think then you're e egotistic in in my point of view and um to be um let's say selfless and and to to be selfish towards yourself and your own feelings Sometimes you you do need that. It's, it's it, I think there's a, a a difference. You know, you can be selfish in a bad way, of course, and you can be selfish in a great way. You know, so I think there's a, a dividing point between that two itself. You know, I think egotistic and being selfish can be similar, but I think there's a difference in my point of view. So. <laughs>
Yeah, true. I agree. There is a difference. Yeah, because we all need ego because ego sets our boundaries. Mm, that's true. Because yeah. Like when there is no boundaries, that's a problem. So like, yeah. yeah, you need to have this ego to be aware, to be sure. Okay, so this is me. This is where I end. This is where the outer world starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You know, you, you have to think of yourself as as good, you know, at, at what you do. And uh, I think that's the good side of the, being egotistic in a sense. You know, you, you have to walk in confidently, you know, speak confidently. You know, um, I think that's the good part of being egotistic. Yeah. Yes, yes, true. It's like when it kind of owns you and like it's everything about you, then, yeah, it becomes a problem. That's right. That's right. But Or or not willing to, to listen and um uh, let's say there's critiques, you know, you have to always say, isn't you're not the end all know all kind of situation, you know, um, it's definitely not that because if, if you think that way, then you're egotistic in, in the negative sense. You know, you can always make room to grow. Yes, yes. I really love that story about uh, when you got C Mark. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there is always room to grow. This is like, yeah, such simple yeah. phrase, but it's like so meaningful. No, it is. It is really, you know, because I was I was pretty egotistical in that sense, too, that thinking like I can only get an A because I'm a great artist, you know, um, you know, I'm doing the best work. So, you know, there's no way I can get a C. So I was like, really upset at the beginning and then I kind of calmed down and then went to speak to the professor and he explained to me the the, the difference and I was like say no more <laughs> let me push myself further yeah but this I, is a I, great, I great attitude yeah this is a great yeah. attitude how to react another person would just get angry for example mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's part of part of learning to uh, uh critique our critiques I don't know if you uh, you probably learned some of that. I don't know your background on on that part, like critiquing artwork. Mm. Have you studied that? No, I, like I've never studied, but like by experience, yeah, people people yeah give negative feedback. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's it's kind of difficult hearing all the negative stuff, and you almost have to turn it around and try to um, see their point of view you know, wh why they are saying this way and, and try not to uh, be egotistic about uh, that type of um, um, uh, feedback, you know, instead turn it around and try to look at it. You may not agree, but, you know, listen to it because it's nice hearing uh, different point of views. You know, everybody thinks differently. Not everybody thinks the same way. So, so it's good to hear, you know, because there's, there's room for improvement, you know, somewhere <laughs> yeah and um, yeah and other people they can have valuable opinion as well yeah absolutely absolutely i agree yeah yes thank you so much i think um it's been pretty much an hour and we talked about beautiful topics and as for an ending um you are a motivational or inspirational blogger also <laughs> okay <laughs> so, um 
I would like you to share some idea or quote or something of what was in your mind lately. I mean, like there are a lot of content and we will leave the links below so people could take a look and engage with what, what you have to say. So what is it right now? Have you been thinking about something because you do your beautiful talkings and like, I really love it. And, but like, what is it now? Well, one, one last thing I was uh, thinking about, let's just say um, daily gratitude is important. That's something that I've, I've been uh, thinking about is that every single day there, there's going to be negativities and uh, probably a lot more negativities than positivities but if you choose to narrow it down and focus on the positivities maybe at the end of the day write a journal what um what positivities uh things that happen to you today you know that would be like a daily gratitude that'll also help you focus before you go to bed you know when you sleep and you wake up refreshed you know with a good spirit you <laughs> if we're talking about spirits that's part of it too is you have a better attitude you know wake up with that go to the mirror and uh, tell yourself today is a new day you're gonna have a great day you look beautiful you look handsome and let's you know put the best energy out there so you can um uh receive that as in return as well so that's my my recent thought that i have these are beautiful thoughts and gratitude it's a huge part of spirituality i would say of spiritual path and i honestly i would like to add even a little bit more uh you can focus not only on positive things but you can also be grateful for negative things and mm -hmm. really develop this attitude on like okay but i've learned something from this or at least like, oh, I've noticed that like um I wasn't doing good with this. So like you can see how even negative things, they gave you something good. They help you to grow or like they yeah. somehow stimulated you. Yes, that's true. That's very because true. Like when we're like missing out negative sides, you're like, okay, like, but what if it was a horrible day? But then you're like, I'm so grateful that despite this horrible day, I survived. Exactly. That the, you see that that can be a positive too. You made it through the whole day, although it's like majority of it is negative. You made it through the day. You know, you're you're safe. You're home, and you're grateful just just to that, just to be home safe and uh, being nice in, in, in a nice, comfortable bed. You know, it could be as simple as that, you know, but you can write something down. Um, that way you can appreciate uh, each day, you know? Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs>